This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Woo Woo with Rachel Dratch, the podcast that explores the unexplained with humor and curiosity. Hello and welcome to Woo Woo with Rachel Dratch. Here I am with my friend and co-host Irene Bremis. Hi. Hey, hey sweetie. Hey, sweetie. Hi, sweetie. <laughs> um, okay, so today we have a friend, well, a new friend to me and an old friend of Irene's, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, I've known her for 30 years. But I used to watch her on mm-hmm. the show What Not to Wear, which is a show that I really loved. She's a makeup artist extraordinaire. Yes, she is. So please welcome Carmen D. Yay. To Woo Woo. Hi. Hi, my beautiful friend. Hey, sweetie. What's up? I'm so happy that you're here. What is up? I know, me too. This is so exciting. I I usually think of you as like somebody who's like done my makeup so many times and made me look so beautiful that I was like... It was just a, a sort of like plastering on exact. I was deceiving the world <laughs> without my makeup on. What I look like, the way you make Not, me look when I'm done and Carmen D. Ready, honey. You are easy to make up. Sweetie. Step and repeat, baby. Step and repeat. We're very intimate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, so how how did you guys meet? Back in the day. Uh, actually, we met, we had a mutual friend, Chrissy, who mm-hmm. I've lost to ayahuasca. How many people can say that? <laughs> um, and I hope she's listening because I was in therapy for years wanting her back. But that's how we met. We met through Chrissy. And I remember walking yeah. into your apartment. Do you remember this, Carmendy? When I walked into your apartment, you were throwing a party. I was wearing a leopard skin dress and red lipstick. I'll never forget and it. And you were so... Yeah so radiant and you were like i love that lipstick and i love your dress Uh, yes (laughs) well i also love the fact that you climbed four flights of stairs and walked into an old apartment in chelsea that smelled like cat shit so that was great did you have a cat that you were i didn't but the the hallway was one of those old old buildings all i could afford and you and i threw a party and here you walked in looking hot with your leopard and your red lip and i'm like Mm -hmm. i like this one i mean can definitely rock (laughs) the red lip and the high heel yeah. shoes. Well, which uh, I've so okay. What not to well, wear you, you is a show rocket. that I watched all the time. And there was a, a long period of my life post having a child where I was, and actually right now I'm even. I even sport the what not to wear look quite frequently. Yeah. So I'm always catching myself in a what not to wear. Like I'm where's the hidden camera? Because <laughs> I leave the house in a ratty t-shirt. Oh, sweetie. I always wear just sneakers because yeah. I can't deal with any foot oh, discomfort uh, yeah, anymore. Yeah. I don't. So blame anyway, you. function I, over fashion. And at one point they did a what not to wear uh, like celeb version. And they actually, offered, yes, yes. they actually offered me to do it. And I was really into the idea. 
But my agent said, maybe don't do that. So it's probably good I didn't do that because then I'd have permanent proof of my what not to wear. But I, what I not to wear, joke, I think you look sensational. You're joke, just comfortable. I have a little joke with myself that yeah. sometimes when I notice myself particularly slovenly looking, that I want to say that I'm starting a brand, the Rachel Josh I've Stopped Caring collection. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's kind of my, my wardrobe choice. Okay, but you work wonders, Carmen You do, Jane. and you work wonders. You Thank really, you not you. only work wonders, like I want to say this right off the top that both Rachel and I, you gifted us your beautiful makeup kit, and I use it every single day. <laughs> I literally can put that on in five minutes. I love the whole you kit can. I put oh, the yeah, blush wait. on so Carmen yeah. D has a, we usually plug at the end but why I not know. just why bring not just this up now because you have a new yeah. makeup line right I do I do have a new makeup line Carmen D Beauty that is just launched on Amazon oh nice so, amazing yeah it's super affordable listen I, I created I created my makeup line and my five minute phase because I'm fundamentally lazy okay yes. <laughs> I think so I'm and a lazy I also- whore I get it I, I don't, I mean, as a makeup artist, you, you know, makeup artists and even beauty editors, they don't really wear a lot of makeup. And so on what not to wear, there were so many women that were just busy and they didn't want 16 layers. Right. And so I created the five minute face based on a case study that we're at our most beautiful when we're in love. So it Ooh, literally right. mimics the look of love. It look gets you love. out the door right. fast. It just gives you that fresh glow. And it's like, you know, there's been this epidemic okay. right. of multi-layers of contour oh, and yeah. lashes. Right. You see yeah. that cake face. <coughs> yeah. oh. And it's just, it's not sustainable. It's ridiculous. And so thank God Carmody Beauty's out for all of you with five minutes. Now we sound like an infomercial. I do. And, I'm sorry. And it's then. so easy. <laughs> and where do we get this Carmody? <laughs> oh, so it's Carmody Beauty on oh. Amazon. <laughs> I'm going to try it. What well, about you, try it. I'm obsessed with this lipstick. Oh, we are oh. obsessed <laughs> with this lipstick. Okay, oh that's going to be our tagline okay. for everything. Uh, so, Carmody, we, the three of us, went out for Margs the other night, mm-hmm. like we do. and We sure did. We sure did. Yeah. And then, as we were chatting, we discovered that you had a ghost story. Right. We've, we discovered I it by accident. Do. That's right. So then we yes. were like, please come tell us your... Now, before we go into this, and I sort of got a little feeling for it, what's your relationship with the whole world of woo-woo and, you know, I don't know, uh, what do we call this? We call yeah, it... The woo- airy fairy. Well, like- well, well, for one thing, your mother was very woo-woo, right, Carmody? She started woo-woo. Yeah, she started when I was really young studying astrology. And I remember my third grade science project was an astrology chart for the teacher. And I remember I got like an F no. because she she was like a born-again Christian. And she was oh. like, what is this? Oh. Um, and she's like, this isn't science because it was like a science oh. uh, project. But I, I mean, I'm always open to it. I love being a seeker. So I read a lot. I'm open to things. I've read a lot on theology. I think that anything, whether it's a tarot card, a crystal, whether it's a cross, whether whatever, a Christmas tree, whatever's symbolic to you to actually put your intentions into something mm-hmm. and be positive, I don't care what it is. I'm open to it. Mm-hmm. So so I'm into it, but I also don't live and die by, yeah. you know, a psychic yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or oh, if if a tarot card says one thing, I don't go off and, you know, plan my whole day around right. that. Mm-hmm. It's it's all just intention. But I am I am open and and I think that there's lots of 
you know, mystical, magical stuff out there that we can't really put our finger on or explain. Mm-hmm. That's I kind agree, of, that's sweetie. That's sort of our attitude, mm-hmm. too. Absolutely, 100%. So we discovered that you, well, stumbled into, I guess that's how it always happens. You stumbled into a, a ghost on your travels. Yeah. I was always quite jealous that people had ghost stories, and I never had one. And I was always thinking, oh, well, you know, maybe... Maybe it's real, maybe it's not, but this this was something that was bizarre. And just to preface this, I never saw this ghost, yeah. but apparently this took place. So at the time, this was many years ago, I was dating a guy who was a captain of special ops Ooh. actively, mm. right? So he was full military guy. <laughs> and this is a guy that we would meet up all over the world because he was, you know, traveling a lot and, and, you know, he would disappear in Afghanistan and different places. And we were going to Croatia and we met in Dublin, Ireland. And we were going to have one night in Dublin and then we were going off to Croatia. So I picked this really cool hotel that I found online. And it's very historical. And I mean, so many people had stayed there from celebrities, dignitaries. I mean, it goes way, way back. But that's all I knew. I just knew it was a cool hotel. So we get to Dublin and we uh, go to bed early because we have an early flight to catch. And again, this guy being special ops, he's used to sleeping in a trench, hearing a goat fart in another <laughs> village and being able to wake up with like a gun yeah. trained on it, right? right? Like this guy, you know, that's that's what he does for a living. I'm a light sleeper as well. We were not wasted. We didn't take sleeping pills. We just went to bed early to catch the flight. So middle of the night, I mean, it must have been two o'clock in the morning. We hear bang, 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 bang on the door of our hotel room. Bang, bang, bang. And we open up the door and standing there are all these security guards, the hotel manager. And when we look in the hallway, every single person that is staying on that floor is standing in their doorway, in their robes, looking at us and they're freaking out. And we're, we're like, what's the problem? And they're like, I'm sorry, but we have to come in. We've had reports of a woman screaming uncontrollably in this room. And we're sound asleep. We're like rubbing our eyes going, I don't know what you're talking about. We're we're sound asleep. They said, you know, we have to come in and check. And I'm like, this is really weird. We're, We're sleeping. So they came in and they looked in the room and they went straight to the bathroom because apparently that was the closest wall that was making all the noise, the screaming that they heard. So they checked the room. We talked to them. They interviewed us. We're like, we heard nothing. I don't know what's going on. We walk back in the hallway. People are still kind of looking at us. I don't know if they thought that I was getting beaten or if I was having a meltdown. Nothing. We heard nothing. So it was so weird. We were really uncomfortable. And the next day we're checking out and I walk up to the the concierge and I said, hey, you know, last night was crazy. I said, is there anything that, has this happened before? And he says, oh yeah, you don't know? This hotel is known for for ghosts and, and being haunted. And he said, we've had a lot of issues like this. And I said, what? I said, I had no idea. So, so we went off on our trip and I wound up uh, doing a deep dive research on this hotel. And sure enough, 
there's been lots of ghost stories. And one of the main ones is that a, a, a young girl who she had died of cholera. Um, there's been a lot of celebrities that have actually gone on talk shows that have stayed at the hotel and said that they've had sinks turning on and off. They've felt cold chills. They've heard giggles. They've heard screaming, doors slamming. So this, I mean, I'm getting chills just oh, talking yeah. about mm -hmm. it right now. So yeah, so that's that that happened. A lot of the world of woo-woo actually has to do with self-care. Sure, we talk a lot here about ghosts and psychics and astral projection, but when we aren't talking about that, we sometimes talk about manifesting. And how do you become the best you that you want to be? Oh my gosh, there are so many elements to slap up on your dream board. Well, if one element of self-care for you is feeling better in your own skin, then you can skip the dream board and go straight to apostrophe. One of the best forms of self-love is taking care of your skin so you can feel good on the inside and out. And that's why we are excited to partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe's goal is to help you feel confident in your own skin. Whether you're dealing with breakouts, signs of aging, or acne scarring, Apostrophe will help you love the skin you're in. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized treatment for your unique skin. Through Apostrophe, you can get access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear acne. Simply fill out an online consultation about your skin goals and medical history, then snap a few selfies, and a dermatology provider will create a customized treatment plan just for you. I like that Apostrophe requires no doctor's office visit, and you don't have to go to a pharmacy either. And right now, we have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash woo when you use our code woo. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash woo and click get started. Then use our code woo at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. Wow. It was crazy. Well, it's crazy that the ghost was squeaking, like almost was a very considerate and let you sleep, but woke up the rest of the hotel room. <laughs> like, it's incredible to me that the, that's like a different take on a ghost story that we've had so far, you know, because Isn't you weird? couldn't hear it. And I, like you prefaced, you know, and emphasized the guy was special ops. So he's somebody who could, who's always attentive and on guard of, yeah. about any noises and, and stuff that's probably threatening in the middle of the night. And you guys didn't hear it. So that's kind of like, like a different take. Right. It was very strange. And I also think too, that, you know, even after the fact he was spooked mm. and, and, you know, not one to be spooked, but I was thinking, you know, we were both Irish and we were in Dublin. So maybe the ghost was being polite because we were his people or <laughs> she was, her, or, right. <laughs> we were her people. Wow. <laughs> so, <The Irish. laughs> but so did the concierge say that that particular phenomenon had happened where like other people heard screaming? Except for the people there? Screaming was the first he had heard, but he had heard many other things. Everything from slamming doors, water faucets, mm -hmm. visions. There was one story where a, a woman or a girl, it felt like she got into bed and cuddled and somebody woke up and there was like a cold in the room. So there was all kinds of different, you know, uh, statements about what experiences that people had mm -hmm. in this particular hotel. What about, did anybody ever have the same experience that you had where they were in the room and they were the only people that didn't hear the screaming of the, you know, the ghost screaming? Cause that's so know. strange. I don't yeah, know. That's, that's it's so scary. weird. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Enjoyable. And I mean, and it, 
<laughs> Rachel was always I mean, telling me. Irene always says a it's lot of scary. Does go into in hotel rooms? Well, but no, not, we not we have time. had a lot of hotel ghost stories, though, right? Yeah. Oh, like, many, many. We've never the had most this. Ghost take. stories are in hotels. Yeah. That yeah. we've that we've heard. I'm the only person that hasn't had a ghost story yet. Really? But, uh, so most of our guests. We have. might need yeah. to book a field trip yeah. to Ireland. Oh, we, we need yeah. a, field trip, a field trip for sure. Yeah. yeah. Why don't yeah, why don't you check off the top like haunted hotels in the country mm. and, and go go hit hit the road oh, yeah. and start asking. That's the we're that's doing the it, series. Rachel. Yeah. That's the, that's <laughs> we're taking the this to TV. What would you do? <laughs> what would you do if you really came like face to face with, you know, an apparition? Well, I, I did. That I have a story. You did? Well, did but yeah. I mean, Tell me. Well, I mean, I have a story that I told on here where I, I had two friendly ghosts and then there was a mean ghost. Right. But it was just a one time and it was at a hotel, but it was just a one time thing. So I don't, I'm not like the ghost lady who's had a lot of experience. Well, I think you've seen three ghosts. That's like, but they were all at the same hotel. Than, they were well, all at the same hotel. Yeah. So but that's still three separate enti- ghosts. That's pretty remarkable. I wonder if I'm not open enough. I mean, I was sound asleep, so I I don't know how open I was. Now, how did your guy react to this whole thing? Yeah. Did it like change his view of the world or whatever? He was spooked. He was spooked. And that's why he wanted to do a deep dive because a guy like that, who is, you know, trained a certain way, everything is, is real time. Right. So I think he he was just as interested as I was. And, and I remember us doing that dive and, and, and reading about it and seeing, oh, wow, this is not just us. There's other situations that have happened. It's just that he, he swore. He's like, I would have heard it. I would have heard anything screaming. I said, I know me too. Cause I'm a light sleeper as well. We both, and, and it wasn't like somebody was having a really good time next yeah. door. Right. Right. Okay. Oh, good <laughs> time. Because the they people, checked everyone's room. Were the people looking, I'm picturing this like a movie, people looking at you guys with like, like tisk like, tisk, like, tisk, I don't know. I guess if it screams, it would be more than that. Confused. But like people looking at you yeah. like, criminals or something yeah. i don't know from the the security guards they, they were saying because we were asking questions apparently it wasn't a good time kind of scream it was like blood yeah. curdling i'm gonna die oh holy crap screaming. wow wow yeah. bloody murder yeah and, and I, I remember that the the people on both sides of the hotel room there was no woman in there so mm. it wasn't them and they were really laser focused on our room right. and the bathroom right because that's mm. apparently where it was the activity from. is is uh probably heightened from the bathroom so who knows what happen in that bathroom but oh yeah something did happen in that bathroom and i do remember that that was the floor mm-hmm. that it they said when i did the deep dive research that it was that certain floor that a girl apparently died wow oh. okay so so there's a lot of activity there weird this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Maybe the ghost was playing like a trick on you, like a prank, like having everybody wake you up in the middle of the night. I wonder if ghosts play, uh, you know, I think they can play pranks. I think I heard that once or twice. They can be mischievous and kind of play around, you know, it's, it's, it's like an energy thing, like lights flickering, light flickering, or it's just playing. 
you know. Yeah. I don't mind I don't mind the fun ones. Yeah. I don't the, the one that sounds scary, Rachel, is the one that you had a mean woman. Oh yeah. That I don't like. She was like pressing she was pressing down on me and um I woke up in a terror. That that and, is scary. And then I well, I just woke to the feeling like someone was pressing down I've on my chest. That. And then which I guess is like a folklore sort of archetypal thing that happens. I what, found what, like, it after, a de- like a demonic well, I don't know if I was going to go demon on it, but I just mean like, okay, it's like a, went, trope. It's a trope. It's a trope. Okay. Right. So anyway, then I scrambled for the light and then I wasn't thinking like, there's a ghost on me. I was just thinking like, ah, and then, and then when I woke up, I, I saw, well, I always put in quotes cause I could have been dreaming, but I saw a woman from like the fifties, forties yeah. or fifties, like rounding the bend out of the room. Wow. So that's as I, I Whoa. told this tale, Whoa. so I know I'm, I'm repeating myself, but, um, but yeah, that's, that was my little story. I think when you feel something physical, it's very scary. Okay. I mean, I try to enjoy it, but in, in that situation, I, I have had contact <laughs> like that where I felt like of, hands. Of a tender ghost, <laughs> a tender manly ghost coming to you in the night. I've had hands on my neck waking up on, to what? being choked, and it was absolutely terrifying, literally terrifying. And I felt hands. Was your husband just pissed that you were snoring? No, no, it wasn't Steve. <laughs> believe me, I know Steve. He's got clammy hands. These were just... Oh, no. <laughs> these hands were just immovable. Um, mm. I mean, it was very scary. I, I, honestly, it was terrifying, and that's my no, only Do you think experience. that was a dream, or...? You know what it is? It just felt so real. I can always discern a dream from reality, even when I'm dreaming. This just felt physically, I felt somebody choking me and I was terrified. I wouldn't sleep in that room forever. I would never sleep there. It sounds like with Liz, when she said she wouldn't sleep in that room, I wouldn't sleep in that room either. It was very scary and I would sage the room and it really had a a, a major impact on me. So I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. clearing that energy. I've had two physical feelings that I had intuition that I knew what it was, but that was because I like to do breathwork meditation. So it's meditation where you basically hyperventilate yourself. So you're, oh, yeah? you're dripping. <laughs> so oh, it's like, okay. so it's like, you know, like this heavy duty breath work, Proceed. right? It's this three part breath. And basically when you're in this meditation, you kind of like just blast off mm-hmm. because having that active breath work, it's so hard to, to really focus and meditate unless you have, you know, something to do where you really take yourself out of your, your mindset. Right. So I've had moments where I'm really just, you know, very deep into meditation and I'll feel, um, a, a pressure on my chest. And for some reason, I just know it's my grandmother what? and it's more of like a loving pressure. Mm-hmm. And then there's been times where I feel just like hands on my face and I know it's my dad and they're both past. Mm-hmm. And it's a good feeling. It's almost like they're visiting, but it's a physical thing. Now, I don't know, again, because I'm in breathwork meditation, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just too much oxygen in my my brain. It's right. It's not that I'm trying to imagine it. It's just this almost feeling I get and I just know it's them. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know if it's wishful thinking or mm-hmm. or if you're connecting to something higher yeah. up, but again, I'm open to it. Have you done any like woo-woo workshops or anything? Like when you said the meditation, like have you gone on yes. any sort of like kooky? I don't know. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like what's one that you've yeah. done? Well, maybe like what's one that's been like really eye-opening, helpful, and then what's one, or maybe they're the same one even, but one that's like, oh my God, I can't wait to go home and tell my friends about this. Mm. It was so ridiculous. I've done two. Okay. So the first one, I guess it's like a past life regression. Oh, we are into that. So it's, yeah. 
It's called the Akashic Records. Mm-hmm. Okay. Amazing. And so basically you're you're put into like this uh, meditative state. It's almost hypnotism. And there's a guide and they're walking you through like, you know, you're walking up the steps and there's a door and you walk through the door and what do you yes. see? I like it. I've hypnosis. Like That's hypnosis. Guided meditations. Yeah. And then like there's there's a drawer mm-hmm. and then there's a window and you're going through all these passageways and then it's like, what do you see? My brain isn't that that creative to come up with the things that that I saw. So the first, they said, look down at your hands. And I looked down and and I had very large black men's hands. Mm -hmm. And then they said, and look up and and there's a painting of your family. And it was me and I was a, a, a black man with this very unique beard, almost from like, I don't know, like the year 500, like those beards mm-hmm. that were very unique. And I, and I had a wife with me, but no children. So basically they say that, that maybe that's who you were in a past life and you didn't have children. Mm-hmm. Then I walked into another room and I was an older woman and I, I was at this old sewing machine and I was like sewing, but it was like the mm-hmm. 1800s. And then there was one where I walked in and I looked down and I had Grecian sandals on. Oh, I knew And you were I, I could see that I was... I was very poor. Mm. And then, oh, I had two where I was on a battlefield and I I opened up a closet and I just saw skeletons. (gasps) So it looked like I was in in some sort of a battle on horse, but I I died Mm -hmm. early. I couldn't make this stuff up, Mm -hmm. but this is all things that came to me in this weird meditation. And I wrote them all down afterwards. And I, I probably saw about seven people and they were all very different, all totally different times, different uh, outfits, jewelry, costumes. Some, like I said, I think I, I died early. Some I was just died on a battlefield. It was just very wow. interesting. That's amazing. I would love to try that, Carmen D. It was so cool because, you know, in, in your heads, it's like, do you remember that it was a great movie with Meryl Streep mm. where she dies and they go into mm-hmm. the, the past yes, life pavilion course, yes. and she's like Joan of Arc or mm-hmm. like the Queen Elizabeth. Or, or we joke no, about I was just uh, like, Cleopatra. Often people <laughs> claim to be yeah, Cleopatra yeah. in a past life, right? Yeah. I was just, you know, you know, dying on a battlefield. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was very interesting. When you came out of this experience, like... What did it do for you or how did it change your, yes, your viewpoint question. or anything? Mm-hmm. Or was it just like a cool journey sort of thing? It was a cool journey. But what I did realize is that the hypnotist or leader or facilitator, she never planted seeds. Mm-hmm. Like she never said, you know, where you were, what you're wearing. It, it, so the fact that my mind could come up with such great detail, mm-hmm. it just, I was really freaked out in a good way mm-hmm. and just writing down all these details i'm like oh my god this is this is so weird mm-hmm. and i'm i'm such a research dork and history nerd that i started going down the rabbit hole and looking at like different times mm-hmm. like what 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 warriors wore in battle mm-hmm. in like 1200 BC, you know, I was looking at all this stuff and it's kind of what I was seeing, like the specific beard that I had when I was a man. And it was, it was weird. So that's interesting. And did you have any, like, usually when you have these experiences also, you release these blockages that could be very restricting in this life, you know, like certain fears, like you said, you died in battle. You know, we both read Many Lives, Many Masters. In fact, Brian Weiss, which is the author of Many Lives, Many Masters, had held a big Mm -hmm. seminar and he, he 
brought everybody under hypnosis, but I didn't see anything. I just feel like it was collective hypnosis. I wasn't, I don't know. It didn't really. Was yours, was yours like one, was yours in a group or? Yeah. It was a, it was a group. Okay. 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 It was at a, it was at a a meditation retreat. How many people though? Was it a small group? 12. Were you in like a big audience? I was in a big audience. Like he was in a very, in a big, um, yeah, it was a big yeah seminar so yeah Yeah. maybe that's it maybe that's another field trip for us this was a weekend retreat we were all laying kind of in a circle (laughs) and she was in the middle and then we all had our notebooks and journals and 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 listen one woman fell asleep and didn't get anything somebody else saw something yeah i i mean i i really saw a lot wow it was it was strange and and very very interesting um there was like one, at one point I was a young girl and I was in this like four poster bed that had some nice fabric. It wasn't like, like royalty, but it was kind of like countryside, maybe middle-class yeah. for the 1400s or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, I couldn't get past that when I looked in the, in, in the, they had me look in a mirror. I, I couldn't move on. So I had a feeling I had died as a young girl. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, so the second experience was one that was very weird. And even while I was in it, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? This is so strange. I don't even know how to explain this. But then after I saw the benefit of it, whether it was real or not, and it was uh, it was called co- uh, Family Constellations. Have you okay. heard of this? Is this no. like DNA, almost like 23andMe through the stars or something? Weirder. So family Uh constellations is a technique used for people that might have past family trauma, especially with people who have passed on. Mm. And I did it in a group and there was probably eight to 10 of us in this group. And the facilitator basically picks one person and they tell a little bit about, you know, um, some maybe family trauma they have. And then the other people in the group stand up and represent the family member. And after a deep meditation and kind of clearing your mind, you stand up and you you represent a family member and you basically, and the person just sits there and you act out the family dynamic. Right. Wait, you don't know the person that's yeah. describing this and you're just like, I'm going to play your mom and you've never met this person. Right. Okay, exactly. Gotcha. Ooh, exactly. Okay. So, so the facilitator is like, okay, Carmody, you're going to play her mother. So and so, you're going to p- play the 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 father, and you're going to play the the son that or the brother that died, and and you just kind of like intuitively start having these 
conversations and the person just gets to sit there and see this family from mm-hmm. from a different perspective so instead of being in the family and all the emotions they're watching people act out a scenario which allows them to see things from a completely different perspective Ooh, different lens I like and it. so I felt at the end of it that it was so at first it was weird because here I'm, I'm I'm pretending to be somebody but I kept feeling things like I feel like she really just wants to hug this woman and she's really sad because of this. And so you just say out loud what you're feeling. And I feel that it's some of the best therapy for people that have a lot of family trauma. Yes. Amazing. It's incredible. So were were you in the position where people were acting out your stuff too? No, because I really, I don't. I, I don't have uh, family trauma. I created my own trauma later in life. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I just but, was, no, because I was wondering, like, <laughs> yeah. I was wondering if there's an eerie thing that happens where you kind of, like, the people playing the parts intuitively, like you said, act something out that the person is like, oh, my gosh, that's just like. Yeah, well, it was weird because for some reason, I didn't know this person that that I was representing for, and mm-hmm. I and I I kept feeling that, the jealousy towards her from the mother, oh. jealousy, because I was playing the mom. Mm. And I said, was your mother very jealous of you? And she burst into tears. Right. Wow. And I had no idea where that was coming from. I don't know anything about her. I said, she was very, very jealous. And I, and she had a brother who had passed away. And I said, mm. I said, he's, he's better on the other side. He wasn't right for this world. Don't feel guilty. He died and don't have survival's guilt. He was meant to move on. Like everybody was saying these things and we don't know where it was really coming from, but that person left so joyful, so happy because they got mm-hmm. to see something objectively instead of being so wrapped up into it. So I, as strange as it was, and I couldn't really explain it, I thought it was very therapeutic and, and good for people. I wish my mom would do it because my mom had trauma with her mother. I really wish that my mom would go out and do this. She never would, but I wish she would. Right. It sounds like it's a, a great way to get past those uh, traumas, like you said. That's amazing. Whether yeah. it's whether it's you're a- channeling somebody or not, I think that's just a very good form of therapy to view you know, a dynamic through a certain lens, you know, a different yeah, lens. Yeah, a, so. a new twist on an old favorite, right? Yeah, sweetie. <laughs> we got to try that. I remembered a story while you were saying about your the guided meditation that I have a little crazy story. Ooh. So, yeah. and I, uh, so I did one of those guided meditation things once. And um, same thing, like they, you know, it was a long thing. Like you're in this sort of like, you know, not you're not hypnotized, not but you're trance, just you're just following yeah. the prompts kind of. Yeah. And so then you're walking here and there, whatever, through the woods, whatever it is. And then they told you to now now you're going to see your spirit guide. Right. And they're like, what what does your spirit guide look like? What are they? Blah, blah, blah. And so I was like confused at this point because I was like, wait, is this spirit guide supposed to look like a person I know? Is it straight? Like I got really in my head. I was like, what? I don't see yeah. anybody, you know. So so then all I saw for my spirit guide was this big blue glowing dot. Okay. So mm-hmm. it was almost like a glowing M&M, a giant, like orb. <laughs> a giant um, dot. And then the, she would say like, and now your spirit guide takes you in its arms. And I was like, okay, mine doesn't have any arms. Like I was sort of like, <laughs> you know, in and out of yeah. this thing. Uh-huh. But then afterwards I was kind of joking with somebody that my spirit guide had no arms, but I was like, I don't know what this was, this blue dot. So then I was kind of always drawn to this blue dot. Like I had this necklace that I lost because I saw it was like a blue dot, blah, blah, blah. 
Anyway, cut to, you know this story. I love this cut story. To, now, this goes back to Kendra the Chandler, oh, who I mentioned before. Kendra. But my friend took me to this Chandler. Anyway, I forgot to say this when I was talking about Kendra the Chandler, who predicted I was going to have a kid and, and other things. But, wow. And but I'm still one, waiting for one fame. Thing, but one thing that Kendra said that I forgot to put in, because this makes it very legit. She said in that very first meeting, she said, you are guided by the spirit of the blue dot. So this is shut I know, up. I know specificity. And this is years later, yep. like uh, ten years later. Okay, and I never have. Put, I've never told anyone about this blue dot thing. Like, it's never been in print. It's never been on online anything because it was just why it wasn't like a much of a story. So nobody knew this. And she said, "You're guided by the spirit of the blue dot." And I was just like sold like because right. she even exactly said, she said the words guided by, by the, the spirit of wow. and she even called it the blue dot like i called it a joking in my mind like so that was Whoa. really weird that, that that's that's that's, that's downright goddamn specific I've since, sweetie i've since can i get her the, number <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right exactly said. i i went and saw her she told her i mean, didn't have the same experience yeah, i'm being some honest people but, haven't had the same yeah. but but uh, she, again, she I get told I mean, she was going to hit the pinnacle of her career. <laughs> and I'm still waiting. But that was 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, that was 15 years but, ago. Um, but anyway, that was yeah. funnier when we said <laughs> Wow, that's. She told I mean. I get envious. Okay, I get envious. But anyways, that made me totally believe. That, 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 that would make me believe. Because it's so random and weird. Yeah. It's, but it's, then I, I've since looked up Blue Dot. And it's a thing, like it's a phenomenon. It is. There's something. If I haven't looked, I haven't looked yeah. it up in a long time. It's what does some it mean? sort of like I, I have to look it up. And but I, but I'm intrigued by this. I'm I'm intrigued by Whoa. this whole meditation thing because I'm sort of I don't don't think I'm good at it. And it's like I don't really get it. And I don't. I, it's like too out there for me. But then the one yeah. time I did it, I don't know. I can see how you might you might tap into some unconscious. I definitely. I do with breath work meditation because it gives me something to do. If I just have to sit there and like either guided or breathing gives me an action item to get out of my head, I've blasted off. I've se- I've seen yeah. some some stuff like my my logo came to me. Um, Ooh, yeah. I, I was really stuck uh, when I was relaunching Carmody Beauty and I couldn't figure it out. And all of a sudden I was in this deep breathwork meditation and I just saw this vision of the logo. And the next <gasps> day I get on a conference call with my business partner who's also my designer and he presented me the mm-hmm. same thing I saw in meditation wow. the day before. Ooh, that's, that's pretty amazing. So weird. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There's one thing that that happens to me that's really weird, and I don't understand it because it doesn't mean anything. But I have dreams, very vivid dreams, and I'll have a Mm -hmm. dream of like a whale. And the Mm -hmm. minute I wake up and I'll turn the TV on, there's a whale. Or I'll have a dream of like a red robin and I'll wake up and and open up the drapes and a red robin sitting there. Or I'll have a dream of like a Snickers bar and all of a sudden... 
I'll walk a outside and on appear. the ground. There's a, so it doesn't <laughs> oh, wow. mean anything. Right. right. It's not like I'm getting lottery numbers or it's, it's it, it, I've had it too. It's called useless ESP sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's useless. useless. It's feckless. It means nothing. It's but so guess funny. what? Because I was something. about to say, I was about yeah. to say how Jungian it all sounds. Because a whale, a robin, and then you said yeah. a Snickers bar, and then and a like, Snickers bar. That's <laughs> okay, that's not really a yeah. That, the Snickers but... bar kind of derailed it into uh, <laughs> what, what's going on here. Are you just hangry? What's just, going on? It means nothing. Do you know about Irene's pendulum? I don't no. know. If you know uh, I don't think you know oh. about this. Now the pendulum. I so Irene yeah. does a reading. Interesting. Think of a yes or no question that you want yeah. to answer to. But so. you're going to say the question, so something you don't mind sharing. Right. You're going to think. Irene okay. advises don't do any. Oh, she already has one. Okay. Okay. I have the. Pe- okay, good. Here's the thing. Uh, also, the pendulum. I do like to brag about this. The pendulum actually picked an entire football season, season for football and made and made the papers, the Huff Post, and made an article. I was Stop able to pick it. an entire season. No, seriously. Okay. And okay, we've had some okay. predictions come question. true that oh, yes. I'd like to share. We've had some predictions come true. Eli made the basketball team. Yes, I'm because sorry. Okay, Irene, my son really wanted to make the basketball team. Okay. And Irene asked oh, behind my back if he would. And luckily, Penji said yes, and he did make the team. So. <laughs> anyway, Penji? Okay. Are we calling him Penji? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Crack me up. Okay. Think it. Okay. Oh, it's, it's saying no. It's saying no. It's, it's saying, saying no. no. It never says no. Hold on. Let's do it again. We do oh, safeties. I hope you're not asking something that really matters to you. That you're- no. So what was it? Will I ever find a man? Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, we never asked oh, that Irina. question. Hold on. Hold on. What the Irene always gives a, Irene always gives a, I a thought caveat. You could- I did, but I think I blurted it out. I said, oh, don't ask anything Oh, my gosh. We always give very strict instruction. Oh, don't God. ask anything life-altering or devastating. <laughs> I'm not worried Whoops. about it. I'm fine. Okay. okay. Regardless you know, she, already said, she already said that when she sees a tarot reading that says blah, Oh, blah, right. She doesn't carry it. We all yeah. say that, and then yeah. it fucking just taps into our anyway. Okay. Breath work it away now. Uh, breath work it breath away. Breath work it away, bitch. Now tell Focus us about on your wonderful business. Yeah, and then yeah. let's segue into your fabulous career. What's going on with your products? <laughs> yeah, so finally, Car- so Carmody Beauty, which uh, is launched on Amazon, is the most amazing line. It's my baby. It's my child. That's why I don't have a man because I focus everything on this and and take care of it. And, and I'm just launching on Amazon and it's affordable. We got our cost down so that everybody can afford it. And it's all about light, natural, you know, the, the natural look alternative and the five minute face. And we've got bundles and, and it's beautiful. And I'm very proud of it. So, and, yeah. And I like launched. the blush a lot. I use the blush. I, really I love like the it. blush Thanks. a lot. And I just want to say one thing about the blush. Don't let it deter you. The color kind of did because it was kind of like an orangey, but it's used in Renaissance art and paintings. And when yeah. I put it on, it literally is is deceivingly amazing. It is because when I first saw that color, it was kind of like, what? I, I don't, this color doesn't, but you put it on and it's like, it makes your face look so alive and dewy. It does. And it does. And now we sound like a... Okay, here we go. I'm obsessed with your lipstick. But Irene, wait. Did you try the mascara? <laughs> okay, what? Sorry. Did you Sorry. guys see the, the Instagram post I did about all the Renaissance paintings? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah, see so, that. Yes. So I literally okay. found yeah. um, all these Renaissance paintings and portraiture paintings and th- these famous artists use oh. this exact shade on everybody yes. for, yes. I mean, from Michelangelo yeah. times. Yes, and, that's why and I brought it up. I brought it up because mm-hmm. of your post. Wait, Anything that I'm your, saying what's your is Instagram? We your never post. ask what? people that. What's your Instagram? Yeah. We should start I want to plug my code. Yes. Carmody Beauty. Carmody Beauty. Okay. And Check where can they find your products? On Amazon. On Amazon. We made that abundantly I was sleeping. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, forgive me. I should be listening. Uh, oh, I'd like to plug my Instagram on every episode now, too. At Irene Bremis 13. Okay, at Irene Bremis 13. And I'm, I made the mistake of doing, instead of Rachel Dratch, <laughs> made it confusing. And I'm at Ray Dratch. R-A-E Dratch. Just to throw you off the trail. All right. Well, oh my gosh. Thank you so much. So much fun, girl. It's funny because we started with the ghost story, but then I really liked those meditation, past life, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. It was super cool. I like, I like cool. the past life. The it's past all in life the world stuff. of yeah. woo-woo. Thank you, sweetie. Love you so much. You're Love awesome. Love you, too. Love you, too. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for joining me on this journey into the world of woo-woo. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Woo-woo with Rachel Dratch is a Q-Code production. Executive produced by David Henning and Steve Wilson. Produced by Alexa Gabrielle Ramirez. Edited by Ben Milchev. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.